The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, is brought to you by, well, of course, you. If you want to learn more about how you can support the show, go to patreon.com slash the arena underscore podcast. Hit it! That's what I'm talking about! Wait! Okay now, from the beginning. Hit it, boys. Hey everybody, welcome into The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast. This is episode 108, and I'm your host, Expat, along with my co-hosts, Burley of Burleyman Gaming and Turn-Based Carl. So, Burley, how you doing today? Doing good. How are you guys? Doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, Carl, how you doing? Uh, my my voice is pretty rough. I'm okay. going to apologize for in advance if I have to like clear my throat at some point and you guys hear it. I will. Try to mute it, but it's going to be hard to catch it every time. Okay, so so basically, you've been like screaming at your daughter and stuff, and so yeah. <laughs> I would never. How <laughs> dare you, Reese? You, you, you took Uncle Phil's challenge, didn't you, to win that stuff? Yeah. You started new ports again, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, new punching the darts. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got a great show for you this time. Uh, of course, we're going to be talking about XCloud Gaming heading over to the meta. Uh, MetaQuest. Uh, we're going to be talking about the uh, obviously the uh, Microsoft and Sony war when it comes to the CMA and the UK regulators. We're going to talk about that more. Uh, and then uh, we're also going to be talking in our topic of the show about uh, horror games in VR. Are they worth playing? And uh, some horror games we'd love to see uh, come to VR if we were going to play a horror game in VR. So uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about in this episode. So uh but before we do that, and before we talk about uh, the games that we've been playing this past week, here's a brief word about where you can find the podcast. Before the crew discuss what they have been playing, this episode of The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, in audio and video formats, will be going to Patreon in early access for one day after being recorded. So if you would like to support the show and become a patron at the entry tier one level at $1 per month and get early access to every episode in audio and video formats, exclusive post-show content in video format when recorded, as well as watch or listen ad-free, please visit patreon.com slash the arena underscore podcast for further details. Weekly on Sundays, the podcast will be uploaded to all free podcast services, where you can find us on any podcast app for iOS or Android, and in video format on our YouTube channel, The Arena Productions. For the audio version, just download your favorite podcast app and search for The Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, subscribe, follow us, post a review and leave us questions, comments, and feedback if you like, if that feature is available there, and spread the word about the podcast. We also have a Discord called The Arena Podcast, where you can join and chat with the Arena Podcast community, and the podcast audio website is at thearenapodcast.podbean.com, where you can follow us and leave questions and comments as well. For all information regarding the podcast and our entertainment and pop culture-related content, 
along with our blog and forums, visit the official website of The Arena Productions at www.thearenaproductions.com. Finally, you can also follow us on Twitter at The Arena, A-M-P-G-N-P, as well as on Instagram at The Arena underscore podcast. Now, back to the show. Okay, guys, uh, before we get into that, uh, of the games that we've been playing, uh, Burley and I, we have, uh, Carl, we have an announcement to make. Uh, of course, uh, I'm excited. We used to do, we used to do like a morning show before. Remember that Burley? It's been like six yeah. months since we've actually did it. <laughs> well, the morning show is coming back guys. Ooh. So the arena multi-platform gaming news podcast morning show is returning and it's going to be exclusive on the arena productions here on YouTube. So uh, Monday through Fridays, our weekday morning uh, gaming news morning show is coming back. So it's coming back on November 1st. And in the coming weeks, we will be telling you about the exact times in your locations to when it will start. So, uh, yes, you can come and join us over on the the Arena Productions YouTube channel. And, uh, yeah, you can join us in the chat and uh, talk about the the latest in the world of video game news and game development. So, uh, Burley, have anything to say? I can't wait to do the morning show. That was a lot of fun. Yes, yes. It's good stuff, man. Very cool indeed. So, yeah, it's going to be exclusive to YouTube. So for all of you subscribers, everybody, and uh, all of you that are coming to the channel uh, for the first time, yeah, come and join us for gaming news Monday through Fridays. So, yeah, good stuff. Lots of cool stuff ahead with that. So, all right. So now it's time to talk about what we have been playing. So I'm going to talk about uh, the game. Splatoon that I've been 3. Here we go. Ha ha ha. No. <laughs> I'm going to talk about a game that just came out that I started playing. It's called Scorn. Oh. So, uh, yeah, Scorn. I have to say the 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 art. The art style in this game, I mean, you know, it's beautiful. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, uh, it's just the puzzle in the game. When when you start uh-huh. out, I mean, I'm not going to say too much about spoilers or anything, uh, but basically you start out on the floor here. This is kind of like the beginning of the, the game. And you're on this it, it, like this alien ship and this like lost civilization, a civilization that I guess doesn't exist anymore, really. And you're just walking through these corridors and trying to figure out how to to get doors open. It's it's almost like a mechanical engineering puzzle in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I've, I've put about a, two hours into it so far Um like I said, artistically, it's amazing. It's it's really cool. Uh, but there is no dialogue, nothing whatsoever in that regard. Basically, you're just running around. And all I have as a weapon is like this thing right there. It comes out of your hand and it, it, it you know, helps you to open doors and, uh, you know, open you know, levers and things like that. Ooh. But... <laughs> If you can't run. I got. I got to. I got to interrupt you because yes. you're, you're getting some really bad uh, botting and like some some bad like jumping noises in there. That got oh, really? pretty loud. Oh really? Okay. It started it? right when you put that video on. Oh, how is it now? Good. Is it okay now? Yeah, it's good on my end. Okay. I, 
But now that you stopped the video, yeah, it, it got better. Okay, so, but uh, what I, I was know, saying, not better. <laughs> it's not better. Mm. That's fine on my end. Really? So sure. it might be. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go ahead did and. Did you get anything? Place. I'm sorry, I don't interrupt. But like, did you get anything, Bradley? Because like, it's... when when you first started the video for a few seconds, yeah, I got a little. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but but you're saying, Burley, I sound okay? You sound fine. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and continue. So, uh, yeah, Scorn, uh, it's an amazing game so far. Uh, if you like puzzle games, and the, the art style is amazing in it, uh, so I'm looking forward to playing more of it. So that's all for me. So, Carl, you're up next. So what game have you been playing? Well, I happen to get a review code for Lost Eidolons. Mm-hmm. Ah, so, so thank you, Ocean Drive Studio, for that. <clears throat> so yeah, I've been playing a good amount of as much as I could. Uh, see, this is just some gameplay I captured. Um, and, uh, you know, right away, <laughs> there's this fun, this option uh, you can play uh, with, with like permadeath, which... I don't, I don't, I wouldn't really recommend for a game like this. Um, it, it would be very easy to, to lose people pretty early. Oh. oh God. Yeah. No, I, whenever I play fire emblem games, I never put the permadeath on. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, but you know, I, the portion I'm playing right now is what I have already played, uh, in the, in the beta tests. And this video is just like completely choppy not even barely i can't even watch it by the way <laughs> so, like, i'd like to talk about what's what oh, it, it's, it's it's it, it, I, I think it's your connection it's running fine on mine yeah yeah mine so ah uh, maybe i should what, like, what's <clears throat> i don't know what to do man <laughs> well just talk about i mean what do you like about the game what do you dislike about it so far uh okay <clears throat> Well, it's it is a you know turn based tactical uh, RPG. Mm-hmm. It's very much like Fire Emblem, and uh, it is it's it's in in its tone. It's sort of like Game of Thrones in a lot of way. Like there's it's very like uh, more real worldish and like sort of political drama uh, with the character. So you start early. You start like very small town. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you guys are from your main guy and his friends are from a small town they get involved in the, the, uh, conflict that's happening in the world. Uh, and I, so I do like the characters in the story so far and in most, it's all, most of the stories presented in a, like, you know, character model talking to another character model, uh, mm-hmm. you know, back and forth type thing. Um, but in between those, there are some other more animated cutscenes. Uh, there's there's a good there's a bunch of them and visually it's 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 nice like the character model is actually very nice in this game. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> as far as um, the combat goes, uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff that is definitely taken from most of the games. You know, you've got your like weapons that are shown against certain things, right? But it's a little different than uh, uh, like Fire Emblem, which does the like you know sword is good against like axe or something, right? In this case, it's like sword is good against light armor, axe is good against heavy armor, arrows okay. and spear are good against like, well, I guess there's medium, so light armor, right? Uh, you know, like so, so like your mages and stuff are gonna have like, 
you know, like not really much armor at all, or cloth, whatever it is. I forgot the, which which one it was. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you have a, a lot of different spells to choose from from your mages, and the spells can have varying ranges. In the most spells are like two space ranges versus you have spells that are three space ranges, and your spells have like a limited amount of uses per battle. So the stronger spells you can only use maybe three times versus a weaker one, which is five. Mm-hmm. Um, you have uh, this cool thing that I like that's unique to this game is the zone of control, it's called, where if you uh, if you walk and try to move past another unit, you can't. So you, every unit has a, a zone of control around them, the spaces that around him, immediately around him. Um, so if he prevents you prevent movement to your sides. So it, it makes an interesting aspect of positioning uh, and strategic uh, positioning for the game. Um, <clears throat> so I can kind of, I can kind of, I can block like you want to protect your mages, right? Your your archers, your guys in the back. And a lot of these games, it's just like if you have enough movement, it's like we're just gonna walk right by everyone. Who cares? I'm gonna murder them. Mm-hmm. But in this game, it doesn't it doesn't let you do that, which I think is cool. So like I can place my frontline guys. And if you want to walk past them, you, you just can't. It doesn't let you do that. You'd have to walk uh-huh. sort of around them, like it, which would cost you extra movement. And you, you don't have that kind of movement in this game. Now, maybe I think there are mounted. Uh, you can be mounted later on a horse. I don't know what that's going to be like, if that changes it at all. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, there's gear, of course. I just Early into the game, there's not that much. I guess not that much to talk about because I don't know how how much how much variation you get out of that uh you have your your skills that you learn based on using weapons so like you can get like you know sword skills bow skills that give you different types of buffs and things advantages and whatnot you know like the archer for example like you know he can't can't counter attack a, a unit uh, in melee range right but if you get a certain point you can get that ability where he could do that you know that's okay. everything and um of course there's like you know um uh each unit friendships is like sort of i don't know if that's what they call this but you you know they can have special advantages by being next to a unit that they have a relationship with that you build you know oh again stuff that's in fire emblem like that's in there too um they have a camp which is kind of like in the the fire emblem like main um well three houses Right, where you have that main base that you go to, you have your camp, you can train people there. You can, you know, that's where you can talk to people and have the conversations and do like little mini quests there. And they also have monsters, and the monsters are interesting too because they'll be like, you know, either four squares or this is even a bigger monster. I remember in the in the beta I played, and they have the weaknesses, which is again just like Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yes. I have to keep saying it because it, it really is. Um, they have their weaknesses, but the weaknesses are like specific uh, weapon types. So it is a little different, mm. right? So you have to hit, you know, the swords. There's like out of the four spaces, one space will be a sword, one space will be an arrow, a bow and arrow or something. And you have to hit it twice to break it. And when you hit it, it does more damage and it crits when you break it. And those cycle every every turn. So if you don't, you know, get the break on it, next turn you got to do it. It'll be cycled to something different. And what's interesting is you have to sort of think about like, um, <clears throat> since it's like a four square, right? The, those can be on odd squares. And if you want to move and position yourself again, you can't just walk past these guys. 
you can hit them from one side and turn them, and that will turn the orientation of those weaknesses. So it is cool, like interesting bit of strategy, like how you want to actually try to hit those weaknesses by at least getting the monster to turn a certain direction. And I know there was a monster that had like three weaknesses and he was even bigger and they, they look pretty cool too. Some of them, like there's hellhounds in the one. And I think it was like a manticore maybe or something. I don't remember because that was from the beta. But yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm enjoying it. Uh, my big, big caveat of the game, I have to say, is you, you can't like interrupt the story. And like, if I want to like, just, I don't know, I want to save the game. I want to duck out for a little bit, right? But I'm in the middle of a story and there's like a lot of dialogue. And I think that the, the voice acting, I think is good. And I enjoy the dialogue and I don't want to skip it. But like my only option is like, skip it or leave it running and come back to it. Like I, I can, I would love to like have more breaks mm -hmm. in the story somewhere where I'm allowed to stop and save and walk away. And there, there's an auto save, but like, I guess I don't know. I guess I have to test it to see like, if I had just left in the middle of a conversation, could I go back to it? I, I don't know. Hmm. Like in like a cutscene or something. So it's really, that is kind of annoying. Cause like, I'm like trying to, I'm playing for an hour. I'm like, ah, but like, I just got to a long, story section and it's going for like 10 15 minutes and like i was trying to get away already and i can't i gotta wait till the next battle starts and then be like all right now i can back out or need to the next camp or something so, cool anyway cool Good well stuff. yeah it's great it's great that you got the uh the code you know before the embargo and everything so uh, you know so shout out for that yes all right yeah. burley how about you what have you been playing I've been playing a few things. I finished off Dead Space 1. Mm -hmm. uh, enjoyed it. I can see why people want to get that game remade. I, I really did mm -hmm. enjoy it. Mm -hmm. uh, Dead Space 2, I've started that up. I got a good way through that. Wow, that is a much better game than Dead Space 1. They they really did improve a lot, like the controls and button layout, and not having the reload and pick up items at the same button. Because mm -hmm. that drove me nuts in the first game all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, the one thing complaint with Dead Space 2 that I have is this wasn't in Dead Space 1. I'm getting ammo for guns that I don't have. That I don't have bought oh, yeah. or don't have equipped. It's like a uh, freaking... Yeah. Yay! <laughs> why, why would I want that? Give me health, give me credits, or ammo for the other guns that I have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And kept playing on uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Really, I'm enjoying that. The combat, uh, shout out to Tweel. He, he did post this in the Discord, but uh, yep. I will say um, the combat has evolved because now you ha I have the class unlock system for mm -hmm. all the characters so I can swap their classes. And there is the fusion thing. So that okay. does add to the combat and the chain attacks, which are, if you've played Final Fantasy 12, the quickening system. Mm-hmm. That it's basically that, and I've played uh, the Toem DLC. I haven't yeah. finished all the quests in it, but I mm -hmm. finished. Uh, I think I got seventy percent of them done. Cool, nice. So, yep, yeah. nice. So, Carl, how's my volume? Everything okay on on my end for you now? Everything all right? Yeah, I mean, you guys are good now. Yeah. Okay, okay, all right, all right. So you let's get it <laughs> really quick. I played the Star Ocean uh -huh. demo. Mm -hmm. What what is it? I don't forgot the subtitle of this. The new Star Ocean game. Star Ocean. We need more money. 
Yeah. yeah. No, that's mean. That's mean, Burley. Come on. <laughs> uh, give me a sec. I'll look up the title. For uh, you. But you know what? It's like I don't like action RPGs that much. Uh, but I thought it was pretty good from what I played of it. There seems to be a lot of depth to the the, the gameplay, the action gameplay. I mean, for me, it's a lot of like ah, uh, just button mashing, and that's why I don't like those type of games. But like, I like that. What I did like is that you can, as you learn new attacks, you can assign them to either like holding down X for an attack or for your like combo of like X X X combos for and your, you know Y. You have multiple buttons for that, so you can you can make a pretty nice customized set of attacks that's going to happen depending on you know what you what you learned in your character. So the world seems interesting enough, you know. It it is Divine Force is the name of the latest yeah. one. There you go. It seems like a game that's sort of like being put out to just like die, but uh <laughs> but, you know, maybe it'll be maybe maybe it'll actually review well. I mean I, I thought it, you know, if you like the type of game, it might actually be really good. Okay. Can we move on now? All right. So let's uh go to the uh weekly uh news beat uh for this week and uh obviously <laughs> Xbox is, uh, you know, their cloud gaming service. They're going to be, uh, they're going to be coming over to Meta. So yeah, so X Cloud Gaming is heading to MetaQuest VR headsets. So uh, the link for all you video viewers is below. So I'm going to read a little bit of this for you. So Microsoft and Meta have announced a partnership that will see X Cloud Xbox Cloud Gaming come to Quest uh, VR headsets. At some currently unspecified future point. So we don't know exactly when they're coming yet. But Xbox Cloud Gaming gives Game Pass Ultimate subscribers the ability to stream and play a steadily growing number of titles on a range of Android, Apple, and Windows devices, as well as Samsung Smart TVs, Xbox consoles, and eventually Microsoft's dedicated Keystone device. So, And that list, as revealed by Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella during uh, the Meta connect event will grow to include quest vr headsets via the MetaQuest store and also uh at this event uh the uh, uh long-awaited high-end quest pro business focused headset intended for quote collaboration and creation in quote will go on sale on october 25th so coming up soon so for 1500 pounds or uh, of course 1500 us dollars as well as news of three new studio acquisitions for Meta. And one of them, of course, is uh, Camouflage, the developer behind PSVR's uh, Iron Man VR. So, yeah. So what do you guys think of this announcement? So uh, Microsoft and Meta making some news. What do you guys think of that? Burley, I'll start with you, man. Uh, I understand they'll do it because what... Why not get yourself into another market and mm-hmm. VR popular? So why not? And you don't have to do the hardware. You're just mm-hmm. putting this into the V, helping them software side. Yeah. So 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 why not? I mm-hmm. uh, I'm just not a meta guy. <laughs> yeah, so. of course. I don't think any of us are really. <laughs> but, I was gonna say I don't think yeah. yeah. Any of us are, but it's like yeah, I understand it. You want to get your you want to get your platform anywhere. VR is still popular, so mm-hmm. yeah, why not get it out there? Yeah, yeah, and I mean, this is good business for Microsoft. I mean, putting it on every platform they can. So, yeah, Carl, what do you yeah. think, man? 
Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool that you can just play all these games in on your on your MetaQuest. I mean, it it like heavily expands the library on that that you have access to. Uh, the the idea that it's just like a big you know virtual screen in your in your VR space. I mean, I mean that I've I've always been interested in that. Like I've heard like they had that on PSVR too. Also, right? You could use that for certain things. You could watch right. stuff, right? Yeah. Like movies or something like that. Yeah. It seems to be our. Yeah. Yeah. It, it seems like, like an interesting idea. It's called cinema mode, basically. Yeah. 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 I wonder how it feels to, to, you know, like, do you, do you feel like you're in a big room, you know, watching something on a big screen? Like, uh, personally, no, I, I, I've tried cinema <laughs> mode. I, I don't think oh, yeah. so. But I mean, you can, I mean, you can watch the film in it, but it doesn't feel like you're actually sitting in a movie theater. I don't know, Burley. Yeah. Have you tried Cinema Mode? I, I have on not. The VR? Okay. I have not tried. Cinema I see. Okay. Maybe they need to add like you know a little, little crowd, some heads, uh, someone throwing popcorn, everyone's in a while. Somebody <laughs> checking their uh, <laughs> checking their cell phones and stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only in only in Western theaters. Putting their phone up guys. and be, yeah. yeah, I'm in a theater. I can talk. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that that doesn't happen in Japanese movie theaters, man. Pretty everybody's pretty cool over here, so they don't make any noise and stuff. So. It's because uh, they fear the yakuza is going to get them. Oh come on, Burley and Burley, your your <laughs> obsession with the yakuza it's it needs to end. <laughs> you told me I had to play the yakuza games and the judgment games. Yeah, but yeah, or whatever. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and move on, everybody. So. Uh, Sony, Microsoft, the battle continues over the regulators and you know the, the CMA, of course. Uh, yeah, so basically, we had some news about Sony telling the regulators Call of Duty players are likely to switch to Xbox, even without exclusivity. We had that news, as well as we had news, of course, of uh, Microsoft accusing the regulator of adopting Sony's complaints over Activision Blizzard deal. So we had that news as well. And then, of course, the latest news was that the CMA basically are unswayed by Microsoft's arguments for Activision Blizzard acquisition. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and read some of that. And it's from a game gamesindustry.biz. And the link is below for all of you viewers. So the UK Competition and Markets Authority, that's the CMA, released an issue statement laying out a number of concerns with the proposed Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard and dismissing several of the Xbox makers' key arguments. The first question it tackled was whether or not the acquisition would result in Xbox making Call of Duty exclusive for closing by CMA terminology, something Microsoft has said it has no intention of doing, obviously but is only committing to keep on PlayStation for several years. Quote, financial modeling of the merger suggests that the merge, merged entity's incentive to foreclose Sony may be considerably stronger than suggested by the parties, end quote, the CMA determined. Quote, Microsoft's past business practices suggest that it may be willing to make losses in the short term in order to build scale and increase its user base, end quote. It continued noting that Microsoft has previously acquired multi-platform publishers and made their games exclusive. And Carl, I think there was someone on Twitter, I forget who it was, was mentioning Bethesda uh, in that regard. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it also, are. 
Yeah. So it also dismissed arguments that Microsoft would keep Call of Duty multi-platform simply to avoid publicly ba- public ba- uh, publicity backlash, saying it, quote, did not identify any persuasive evidence that Microsoft would be deterred from engaging in total or partial foreclosure strategies by the prospect of reputational damage to Xbox or Call of Duty, end quote. And it goes on and on, but uh, I'm not going to read all of it here. But anyway, this is going to be a long process, unfortunately. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just going to say it right now. I think Sony has got some people in the CMA in their pockets, maybe. Uh, that's just my assumption on this. I hope it's wrong, but I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I don't see where this is going to go through easily. Um, it's going to get more drawn out because of the UK CMA. Carl, I'll let you start on this one, man. Go ahead. Your thoughts on <laughs> yeah. the latest news. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm getting really tired of it. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's just this, this public back and forth. I mean, and just like the CMA, like actually making tweets about this, like public tweets. Like, I don't understand what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also makes them look like they have no idea what they're talking about. Like they really don't understand the industry at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's like, it doesn't matter. It, look, Microsoft actually, to be honest, should have every right to make this exclusive if they want. They want to make COD exclusive. Yeah. Like it's up to them. Like well, you, yeah. you really shouldn't have any say in that. I mean, do you have any say in making, you know, House of the Dragon exclusive or not to uh, HBO Max? You're not going to force them to put it on Netflix, are you? Right, right. I I don't I don't really see the argument there. Like it just not, that's not how things work. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you Sony has bought many studios right. throughout history. Okay, yeah. no one's no one's going over there and saying, oh, you you can't you can't make Spider Man exclusive. Wait, Bungie being one about? of the latest. Bungie, yeah, that, right. Know, so yeah. When, when they bought Bungie, they weren't like, oh, uh, you know, you might you might make uh, Destiny exclusive. So uh, that's a problem, guys. Like your next game. I mean, that's got to be uh, everywhere right now. I mean, like they said they were going to do it. But the way Sony's acting, I don't even believe that they are going to do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I think I, I could see them just being like, yeah, it's going to be on PC and PlayStation. It is multi-platform. It's not on Xbox. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, this is going to end, I think, one way uh, with the deal closing and Microsoft buying, acquiring ABK. And I think it's just going to be a matter of time before the CMA realizes that they have no argument and it will not hold up. And someone's going to eventually tell them this. Someone in there is going to realize that, like, we can't, if we had to go to court with this, we would just get murdered, be embarrassing. <laughs> Burley, uh, for your comment, I don't think they have anyone on their pocket. I, I hope not. I think it's more they're just raising enough stake to hope and see if they can not only sway the CMA but try and sway gamers. But I think it backfires because this is just like nor uh, like in past episodes I've made the joke, leave Sony alone and all that. It's like come on, I I am tired of this. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft, do they want to make it? Pro- uh, Call of Duty, for example, only exclusive to Xbox. It is their right, like Carl said. But as I've said so many times, you're not paying $70 billion for all this. 
and you and the amount of money Call of Duty makes on PlayStation, you're not gonna want to give up that amount of money because it always is a top seller, always yeah. really high sale numbers. So it's like, yeah, oh, I want to give up. Uh, I, I'm just I'm I'm making up numbers right here. Oh, I want to give up a billion dollars on sales on PlayStation every year because that's yeah. great business economics. Now they're not they're not gonna want to do that. Yeah, we shall see. Uh, but I mean, you have more and more countries that are going to be approving the deal. Obviously, Brazil has already approved the deal. We talked about that in last week's episode. So, as more and more countries are approving this deal, I mean, it, there's going to be more pressure on the UK to to finally go ahead and let it go through. So, anyway, I think it's going to come down to you know what the FTC says. To be honest, Which, yeah, the Federal we, Trade we, Commission. We, yeah, that'll be the final. Yeah, because yeah. these are American companies after all. Like, yep, they operate all over the world, but like that's you know, yeah the the main thing that you really got to worry about. And like we really don't know where they're at right now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we shall see. But uh, yeah, all right. So next up, our topic of the show. We're going to be talking about horror games, and we just talked about, of course, uh, Microsoft and uh, Meta. You know making a deal for X Cloud game, Xbox Cloud Gaming uh, over on the MetaQuests. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, uh, horror games and all. <laughs> I mean, uh, of course, it's October and uh, Halloween's right around the corner. So uh, are horror games worth playing in VR? So, I mean, uh, I'm sure maybe some of you out there have played some uh, games out there in VR. And, uh, you know, but uh, we're going to talk about some of the games we'd like to play and uh, our opinions on whether or not people should actually play games in VR, uh, horror games in VR. Uh, so, uh, yeah, um, I'll start. I I would remember that game Layers of Fear. You guys remember that? It was on Xbox. Yeah. It was on Game Pass as yeah, well. Yeah. I'd love to play that game in VR. I mean, that that would just be like a psychological horror, you know, uh you know, just extravaganza, man. I mean, that would be awesome. Uh, another game, The Evil Within, you know, uh, whereas in Japan it's called Psycho Break. Um, Is it really? I didn't yes, know that. Yes, it's called oh. Psycho Break in uh. Japan. Yes, that's the title of, uh, you know, The Evil Within. Uh, I would love to play that in VR as well. And then finally, uh, this was a game that was obviously taken off the PlayStation. Uh, PT. Burley, you remember PT? Oh yeah. yeah, it was kind of that like uh, that long, long-winded trailer, but uh, it was pretty spooky, and uh, everybody was uh, talking about it all over the internet. It's that would be another game. Fifty million times in dreams. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I would what, love to play that, that in VR. Yeah. What's that? You see, was was talking about it. People still talk about that for some reason. I don't know why. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I'd love to play that in VR. Uh when it comes to like uh, shooters or something, multiplayer shooters, uh, World War Z, yeah, uh, I'd love to play something like that in VR. That would be cool. Um, but anyway, how about you guys? Uh, what kind of uh, games in horror games would you like to play if you had a VR to play it in? So, uh, Burley, do you want to start? Yeah, yeah, I'll start. Uh, a little one that you guys may not have heard of or know of, called Among the Sleep. It's a little uh, horror indie uh, game. It's mm-hmm. I be- I know it was on. It's on PC. I believe it did get console ports to PlayStation and Xbox. You're playing as a, like a little child, 
and with a teddy bear. So you're like, you're maybe like three or four years old. So you're walking around the whole like house and everything. Mm -hmm. And just from like the child's perspective. So to see that in VR, mm -hmm. that'd just be cool. Cause you got the psychological aspects and all that. Yeah. Cool, cool. But uh, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Let's pass it to Carl. <laughs> Carl, what about you? I want to play scorn, scorn and view. <laughs> I want to be disgusted. Okay. Yeah, yeah, all the goo and everything, and putting your arms in those. You know, and... yeah, you know. I mean, you mentioned the evil within, and like made me think about, uh, you know, how would that even work? Right? It's a third person game. Yeah, I guess you would make it first person, like they yeah, did for Resident Evil. Yeah, you'd have to. Right, and like this is where, like, you know, do I want to play a horror game in VR? I'm like, I mean, I don't want to really play much of anything in first person, if, like that. Like, it's not really what I like. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like the VR aspect isn't really going to add anything for me. I, I understand like there's an immersion factor, and maybe that is the best way to play a horror game, right? Uh -huh. If that's your thing. Um, but like, I'm not really going to be excited. Like even Resident Evil, like I like the Resident Evil franchise, but like, do I want to play that in VR? Like the, the movement becomes more limited in VR as it is right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not really a fan of that, you know? So like, I don't, I, I would say there's nothing I really want to play in VR, you know? Like, so you're saying it wouldn't be worth horror games. Wouldn't be worth playing in VR for you. Not for me, no, yeah. no. But I think I think for fans who like love that like first person sort of like really scary, you know, experience, I probably is better, even better, probably even like like more terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Any others? Uh, for for me, I, I yeah. I'd love to play more horror games in VR. Mm -hmm. um, like Resident Evil 7, the VR for that was very popular. People were actually really mad yeah. when Village came out that there was no VR for the game. Yeah. Because yeah. that was such a huge thing. Like, uh, there's a lot of games. I would even, I know this may be sacrilege. I'd like to see Dead Space in VR. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, just as you're walking yeah, with, sure. like, those jump scares. Like, I know it's third person. And like it, it would be weird with the health and all that, and not seeing your stasis and all that. Here you go. But it would just be kind of cool as you're going through the corridors of the ship and stuff. Here and you just go. The, the necromorphs. A yeah. Coming out. Alien isolation. That would be was another. One I was actually going to men men mention. Yeah. That would be another great one in VR. I think. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. Hiding, you know, hiding in like the, uh, you know, in the lockers and everything, lockers, waiting for yeah. that thing to. Oh. Yeah, oh. waiting for those things to pass by. Yeah. yeah. Friday the 13th. VR. <laughs> oh, no. Dead by Daylight. Come on. That Dead would be. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking Friday the 13th because, like, yeah. a lot of the games you like, yeah, like just hiding somewhere. Yeah. Like you were saying. Yeah. It's like yeah. hiding under a bed, like in VR while something's trying to kill you. I mean, I guess that would be pretty <laughs> scary, right? Yeah, yeah that that would be cool. You know, you can hear them like coming in the room somewhere. You can jump through the window to get away. Yeah, yeah. And you do stuff with like the like a breathing mechanic in that, where you could see like the breath really coming out. Yeah, yeah. that 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 see that's that's the stuff with VR that really does have me really hopeful for this. Uh, hopeful for it. It's just like I I think VR is a few years out to where we. Where where we want to get it to where I want to fully jump in and buy. 
Yeah. You're going to buy that PSVR 2 for like 500 bucks. Well, 500 for you Americans. Like 800 yeah. for us. Oh, 800. Right. Yes. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know how much it's going to be out here. It's probably going to be about Gomong Yen. It's about 500 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I can't imagine it being any less than four. Oh, yeah. I, I cannot see them doing it. I don't know how they would pull that off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One one ninety nine US dollars. No way. I mean that, that, that would, would be that would help. Yeah, that would help uh, you know success of it. But yeah. even then, I still doubt the success of PSVR two. Yeah, it's it's a niche market. I mean, it's it's yeah. I I don't think it's going to get mainstream for quite a while. You know, yeah. it's just yeah. I mean, for all of the hardcore people out there, you know that uh, that love to have every every single type of hardware then yeah i mean that's they're gonna they're gonna be playing those type of games and getting those you know, vr headsets so yeah all really right. the thing is mm-hmm. there's just not enough games that's really right what it is because when right. we talk about like we brought up this topic in my head i'm like I, what vr games hard vr games do i even know like i was like resident evil and the locking dead saints and sinners thing yeah. And I'm like, that's yeah. kind of all I know off the top of my head. And yeah. it's and it's not like there aren't a lot more, but it's like you compare the library of VR to like the library of everything else, every other platform. I mean, like it's it's you know, not a lot. Yeah. Well, let us know in the comments uh what what uh, horror games would you like to play in VR? Uh let us know. We'd be interested to uh read your comments on that. So all right, so it's time for the new game releases for the week of October 17th through the 23rd. And of course, uh, with the alphabetical order, I will go first. And uh, of course, uh, you can check out the new releases, you know, over at releases.com. So all of you video viewers, you can check out the link there. So all the games in October that are coming out, we're going to give our picks of the week now. So, uh, of course, my it's game, big one. it's a big one. My game of the week is A Plague Tale Innocence. Not Innocence, I'm sorry. Requiem. Yes. <laughs> no, I was going to say. You, you yeah, was... <laughs> <laughs> Plague Tale Requiem, guys. So uh, embark on a heart-trending journey into a brutal, breathtaking world and discover the cost of saving those you love in a desperate struggle for survival. Strike from the shadows or unleash hell with a variety of weapons, tools, and unearthly powers comes out on pc ps5 switch and xbox series x on october 18th so yes i'm so much looking forward to this of course i played a plague tale innocence uh previously and uh yeah i've been really looking forward to the sequel you know so uh yeah good stuff looking forward to oh this is a game i cannot i cannot wait for on tuesday i'm just waiting for the full download ability because they, mm-hmm. they they only let you download like I think it's like half a gig right now. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm they waiting. let you download it now. Now, okay, I think so. I, I th- I'm pretty sure because I remember yes. I originally had the preload and it was just like yeah, I preloaded it already, and, and it's 51 it, gigabytes. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, 51 gigabytes. So yeah, played that. So okay, Burley, you are up next. What do you have for your pick of the week? Uh, my pick of the week is Gotham Knights. Ta-da! So, Batman is dead, spoiler. A new expansive criminal underworld has swept the streets of Gotham City 
is now up to the Batman family, Batgirl, Nightwing, Red Hood, and Robin to protect Gotham, bring hope to the citizens, and discipline the cops, and fear to its criminals. From solving mysteries and connecting the darkest chapters in the city's history to defeating notorious villains in this epic confrontations. It's coming Friday, October 21st to PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, and I yeah. So what are you going to be playing this on, Burley? I have this pre-ordered for PS5. I've got PS5. my steel book with it. <laughs> the steel book, okay. I have the, a problem. Normal, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm debating which uh, platform to play this on. I'll probably play it on PlayStation because I've I'm you know I'm playing Scorn and I'm gonna be playing a Plague Tale Requiem on Xbox. So um yeah, I'll probably play this one on PlayStation. Yeah. And yeah. <clears throat> So I don't know if you guys uh, heard the news about this game. Mm-hmm. That uh, apparently it's going to be 30 FPS. Yeah, that well, that's uh, yeah, that's the the rumor that's going around. So the, uh, the rumor, and I've also heard it, there's free DLC that multiplayer DLC they're adding in. Uh, yeah. They, well, they said there's going to be some sort of four player thing added later. Yeah, that that was like officially announced. I believe the the other thing, 30 FPS, which was basically confirmed by someone who worked on the game yeah. they, they made them they had a little message somewhere and that they said uh, i think it was a discord thing they said that you know due to like co-op or whatever nature of the game like it's just going to be it's, it's going to be 30 fps on consoles right which originally the person said that they had a ps5 version and there was no mm-hmm. options um so they're saying it's consoles i think that's that means all of them right xbox included yeah um which is unfortunate i i hope yeah. uh they can somehow get a performance mode in there yeah um i do kind of just hope like this game is is actually really good and i just because i'm just annoyed at like how people are just so quick to dismiss and like crap on this game anytime anything happens like, anything is said about this game they're like ah it's gonna be garbage gonna be trash ah i hate it like, well some just, people are already saying that about scorn you know, and they haven't really played through the whole game. Yeah. So. Well, reviews are out. So like, it's, you know, yeah. you know, like Gotham Knights, like if reviews are bad, then I'll be like, all right, it's not good. This is what it is. You know, I mean, obviously I have to read some and maybe I'll even play it, but like, you know, before a game comes out, like, you know, maybe like, you know, if you're not interested, like be quiet. Then. Like when you keep like talking about the game, like so many people are just like, cannot stop talking about how much they think this game is going to be terrible. Yeah. All right, Carl, you're up next. What do you got for us, man? <clears throat> Excited to talk about Persona 5 Royal coming to, uh, well, newly to PC, uh, Switch, and Xbox mm-hmm. on uh, October 21st. Yeah. <clears throat> Prepare for an all-new RPG experience. I wouldn't say it's all-new. I don't know why it says that. <laughs> Persona 5 Royal, based in the universe of the award-winning series Persona. Uh-huh. Don the mask of Joker and join the Phantom Thieves of Hearts. Break free from the chains of modern society and stage grand heists to infiltrate the minds of the corrupt and make them change their ways. Persona 5 Royal is packed with new characters, confidants, story depth, new locations to explore, and a new uh, grappling hook mechanic for stealthy access to new areas. With a new semester in Shujin Academy, Get ready to strengthen your abilities in the multiverse and in your daily life. 
Persona 5 Royal presents a unique visual style and award-nominated composer Shoji Meguro returns with an all-new soundtrack. Explore Tokyo, unlock new personas, customize your own personal thieves' den, discover a never-before-seen story arc, cutscenes, alternate endings, and more. All right. On Game Pass, you will play it there or nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Or you could be the idiot like me that has this physically pre-ordered because you want the steel book. I have a problem. <laughs> On what platform? PS5. Oh well, you wouldn't. Right, you have a Series S, so you wouldn't buy it on Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not no buying sense. the Series X copy. It's just <clears throat> that, and I'm not yeah. buying this for the Switch. I'm sorry, like the Switch. I love my Switch, but. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I could just see the degradation, but like from my time that I put into Persona 5, that soundtrack, I, I, I still listen to the soundtrack just yeah. by itself. Yeah. Yeah, I played it on PlayStation. So yeah. I mean it should be good on Switch, but you're gonna get 60 FPS on like you know Series X and PS5, I believe. Yeah, maybe yeah. even Series S. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm sure you can get it on the Series S. This is not a for if you once you play the game, you can understand this is not a as demanding game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, wasn't Persona Five originally like a PS3 game? I believe PS3, PS4, because no. it came. It yeah, no, it was it was on the uh, it was on the uh, PS3 as well because it came at that weird time when Persona the PS4. Five. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, the original yeah, version yeah. of the game. Yeah. Okay. I'm 99% sure I'll check quickly. <laughs> yeah. All right. And we have, of course, uh, a special, uh, of course, pick of the week for one of our patrons, uh, Tuil. Yes. He thinks this one is going to be game of the year. So uh, yeah. his pick, his pick <laughs> in, of the week. In his honor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His pick of the week is Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope. So what do you guys, uh, Burley, got some things to say about this game? Yeah. So. Yes. Uh, first thing, Persona 5 was also on PS3. Um, okay. yep. This this does have me interested. Like, I did play the first Mario Rabbids game. I got mm-hmm. it for 10 bucks, And I, I enjoyed the game. From, from this, that it looks like they've added a bit mm-hmm. to, to the combat and stuff. Which is cool, but I don't know if this is something I want to go in full price. But I will wait to hear what Tweel and others say. Yep, the game does have me interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is kind of like a cinematic trailer here, though. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited to play this. I'm looking forward to playing it on the Switch at some point. So uh, yeah, did you play the first game? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was a long time ago, but uh, yeah, so oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. So yeah, Mario plus Rabbid Sparks of Hope. So. Mario with guns. <laughs> yeah. Which is Mario what we all guns. wanted. <laughs> yep, definitely. <laughs> yeah. All right. So next up, uh Burley, we have our uh PS plus extra premium games for October. So they were announced, so we're gonna go through those next. So the link uh, to the uh, Push Square article is uh, below for all of you video viewers. So, uh, yeah, what do we have this month? Early? Okay, so for extra, you've got Assassin's Creed Chronicle China, 
India and Russia. Mm -hmm. uh, Assassin's Creed 3 Remaster. Assassin's Creed Syndicate, which no one should play. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> Dragon Quest Builders 1 and 2. Dragon Quest Heroes, The World Tree Trees Woe and Lights Below. Dragon Quest Heroes 2. Dragon Quest 11S Echoes of an Elusive Age. I, I cannot recommend that game enough. Mm -hmm. Please, if you're a JRPG lover, play it. Mm. Um, you've got GTA Vice City, the Definitive Edition. Mm -hmm. uh, Vice City just turned 20, too. 20 years old. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know if I'd want to play those that remaster <laughs> they did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ho ho come. I know I put that name. Mm -hmm. Yep. Inside Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Striker and the medium for PS5. Mm -hmm. So now we get into premium Castlevania Lords of Shadow for the PS3, Everyday Shooter for the PS3, Limbo on PS4. Mm hmm. Ultra Street Fighter 4 for the PS4, Yakuza 3, 4, and 5 for the remasters for the PlayStation 4. But mm. sadly this month, no PSP, no PS1, no PS2. <sighs> like, mm. there's some yeah. great games and a variety of titles here for mm -hmm. genres, but it's... I, I would have liked some classic games on the service. Are we going to go Ninten like Nintendo where... The Switch Online, you're you're gonna get maybe one classic title every four months now. Yeah, yeah, certainly seems that way. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and again, not a single like new game launching into the service. Like, yeah, they they, they, they tease yeah. you all with Stray. They they pulled the wool over your eyes and made you think that <laughs> you might actually get some of those things but no it was just that one time so you would so you would jump in and be like yeah look, i'm gonna get new stuff you you knew you knew they weren't gonna do that much of that let, let, let's be honest like for indies I, 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 I assume they would oh carl i could sell you a bridge then <laughs> i don't think it's that much of a stretch to think they did it the no. one time on the first month okay and on top of that do remember that PS Plus as a service beforehand was doing day one releases on occasion. Oh, oh yeah, they did with like Rocket League and stuff. Yeah, no, I yeah. and Fall Guys. Yeah, but I, I just I, I, I hold no faith in this that they were gonna do that. Like day one releases. Like if we get another one before year end, I'm gonna be shocked, but I doubt it. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, this is a service for people who want to play old games, and I and I and I and for some reason, there there's a weird uh, overlap of uh, a fan base that that said like we don't want to play old games, we want new games, and now this is uh, the service they're championing. So, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know what to tell you about that. Who said that? <laughs> you don't you don't know you don't know the. Uh, the, the narrative that was sold for so long. Oh. <laughs> no? Yeah. That 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 uh back and pad is, is not in, not worthwhile because we don't want to play old games. 
we want our new games, our first party uh, Sony exclusives. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Give us new games. And now they got the service that's exclusively old games. <laughs> like, no, yeah. pr- mostly really pretty old stuff. I mean, not like, I don't know. What, what's all that? What's, what's the newest game on there? I don't even know. Yeah. I think Odyssey. Odyssey. No, Odyssey. No, Dragon, may... uh, no, Dragon Quest. Yeah. Dragon Quest. Yeah. Uh, Lisa 11. Yeah. yeah. The, the 11. Which is like 2018. The... No, it's, it's it's like 2019. Well, the that version, but like that originally, yeah. that game was came out like the original version. It's like on PlayStation in 2018. So, yeah, <clears throat> a long time you could have played that game. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it was on Xbox Game Pass when and it launched into Game Pass when that port was released on that system. So again, like I don't I don't know what they're doing with the service. No one does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I've said before, and I said this in the Discord, too, about, you know, new IPs. You know, I personally, I prefer new IPs to older games and, like, remasters, remakes, things like that. I just That's just me. I mean, I, I would rather play either, like, a, a sequel to a game, like, say, the upcoming God of War Ragnarok. I'm really looking forward to that. Or, like, a Plague Tale Requiem which is coming Mm -hmm. next week. I'm really looking forward to that. But I mean, new IP, so new stories, new characters, new landscapes, things like that. I I really want to see more of, you know, but uh, obviously, of course, it takes time and a lot of development cycle goes into that. But anyway, okay, so it's time to talk about the games that we're going to be playing this upcoming week. Uh, but before we do that, uh, please let us know uh, in the comments uh, what you thought about uh, the topics we discussed in this episode. Uh, what do you think of the uh, the uh, PlayStation uh, Extra and Premium games uh, for this uh, coming month or this month of October here? Uh, are you satisfied with those? Are you dissatisfied? Let us know in the comments. We'd really like to hear from you. Uh, so, okay. Uh, me, of course, Plague Tale Requiem. I will continue with Scorn as much as I can, but I definitely, on Tuesday, I want to jump into uh, Plague Tale Requiem. Uh, that's the big game for me uh, to start up this coming week. Carl, what about you? Yeah, I'm going to keep playing Lost Eidolons. I'm excited to get past the content I've already played in the, in the two beta tests that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and yeah, and then, uh, God, there's so much, <laughs> you know, Plague yeah. Tale and Persona, God. It's going to be rough. Yeah, yeah. It's that time of the year, man. I mean, you got so many games to choose from. Don't have the time. Don't have the time. That's right, yeah. Early, how about you? Gotham Knights. Gotham Knights, yeah. Gotham Knights. You you think now's bad. Next month, I got three games within a week week of each other. I got to stream, make content, and do stuff here for here for. November, I'm going to die. I mean, this is why I'm not going to... And you got the morning show coming up early. Yeah, yeah so. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, all of yeah. our content, all of the shows that we do, and all the you know the uh, production work. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have an IV drip of to... caffeine in me. That, that's how I'm gonna get. Through no, you all. just need the spiritual opium, man. Yeah. That's... Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Uh, for for me, I'm gonna try and finish up the Toeum DLC. Finish okay. the last couple quests I have on that. Nice. Um continue on with xenoblade chronicles 3 for personal mm-hmm. time cool but for streaming i'm gonna try mm-hmm. out scorn see how that goes okay. uh plague's tales that definitely on tuesday that's my plan yeah. and finish up dead space 2 as well 
I'll just tell you this much. If you're going to stream Scorn, Burley, I mean, like I said at the beginning of the show, there's no dialogue whatsoever. So for the first hour or two, you're just going to be walking around this big, gigantic ship with goo everywhere, trying to find out how to get through doors and stuff. So, yeah, uh, good luck with the live stream on that. I hope you uh, have a lot of viewers and stuff. So, <laughs> Thank you. He's going he's yeah. to be doing it one handed, blind. Eating exactly. some hot sauce. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I do. Some of the, you, you laugh, but some of those are some of my actual street loot cards. So one handed for some time and blind uh, for some time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So now it's time for our indie recording artist to, uh, to finish up the show. So this week's spotlight is on Lone Wild. Since their formation in 2015, Lone Wild have been reinventing themselves, synthesizing their sound with a passion born out of frustrated hope and dogged optimism, allowing themes of melancholy, promise, and determination to shape their music. Lone Wild is creating a bold and bombastic rock sound built on a foundation of greasy, infectious grooves and a classic dusting of 80s electro-pop. From their album titled Lone Wild, and the song is called Stranger Ways. So this has been the Arena, a multi-platform gaming news podcast, episode 108. I've been your host, Expat, along with my co-hosts, Burley of Burleyman Gaming and Turnbase Carl. We hope to catch you in the next one next week. So take care, everyone. Peace out.